Yo! Hey yo. Shady Sands Adventure. Gun chat. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeehaw! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow! Basti! Hey yo! Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's the Desert Goons! Yo! It's that adventure. <laughs> that shady sins adventures, me. It's the two desert goons. We coming at you. We got a special episode. We're bringing you cryptids. More cryptids to you. I can't stop fucking talking, mom. Cryptids and guns. No, 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 no. Shut up. Shut up. Guns? Okay, no. Huh? No. Don't even joke around right now, okay? Don't be all goofy. I don't even look at me right we now. We talked about I'm not this even. Before. I'm not even doing a bit right now. Seriously, put your eyes down. Okay? Good. We're doing my thing today. I'm fucking sick of other people talking about shit that, <laughs> like, like when you came to me with your dream yesterday and you're like, oh, scummy, <laughs> I had a dream with you in it. We were in this amusement park and greasy grass. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, so today <coughs> we're going to talk about one of my favorite hobbies. We're going to talk about some uh, fun movies. Ooh. And uh, we're going to talk about one of my favorite genres, uh, extreme okay. films. They're kind of what they Say sound like. Extreme films. Okay. You know, extreme movies, your fun movies. Stuff like household names, like Slaughtered Vomit Dolls, Serbian <laughs> Film, August Underground, Guinea Pig. I'm not going to talk about these ones, though. Okay. They, these are just like... A little, uh, little, little too extreme? No, they're just very well known. Okay. Like, if you go look up extreme films, most... they're so, Slaughtered Vomit Baby Doll? Yeah, let me go over them. Okay. okay. So, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls is this movie by a guy named Lucifer Valentine, <laughs> who, from interviews, he is from... Or, he used to live in South America for a bit, and he lives with his blind sister, who he has sex with. And he hangs out with a bunch of opiate addicts, like heroin people and stuff. And he has them make fetish films for him, which includes a lot of vomiting. He likes two things. He likes, or three things. Okay. Satanism, vomit, and gore. Naturally. So this is a movie where you see, like, someone cut someone's arm off. And then you see, like, a dude, like, throw up for a minute <laughs> into, like, a beaker of, like, glass. Yes. And then he drinks the vomit again. <laughs> And I remember in an interview he was talking about, and he was so excited about that guy. He was like, yeah, like, most people, you can't drink it back down. Like, that'll just fuck up your stomach. Like, he just had, like, really strong lighting, so, like, he could throw it up and drink it back down again, like an Eric Andre bit. He also made a... I, I would recommend that movie to literally nobody. I, w okay. I would not recommend these movies to anyone. But All right. he did make a movie called Black Metal Veins, which was a very good documentary about a bunch of heroin addicts. Mm. And some very fun editing, some amazing quotes, and it's like literally the only thing he made that's watchable. Because Slavit Vomit Dolls is like a series. There's like three movies. Oh, it's shit. called the Vomit Gore Trilogy. Okay. <laughs> kind of what you'd expect it to be. But like... Yeah, he's not um, trying to hide it with that kind of genre he, titling. He has a kink. 
and he's just bringing it to life through film. No one will make porn for him, so he went out there and he did it. He did it! A red-blooded American man. They say if you want to see it, you gotta do it! Yeah! Alright. You know, it's the American dream. <laughs> the next movie is a Serbian film, which is the literal title, a Serbian film. Um... I know when I was in high school, some people told me about it, like, the kind of way kids would come up to you and talked about, like, two girls, one cup, or... Because this is all, like, a lot of shot content at that point. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Even the Serbian film, I feel like I've, like, heard that around somewhere or seen it around somewhere, but no clue. You're, like... Rude Boy talked about it. Oh, okay, there we go. He saw it before me. Oh, okay. And uh, I just watched it to cross it off my list. This is uh, what a lot of people know from Serbian cinema. Okay. Which is kind of sad because this is just a movie about like, this. it's like, I'm a porn star. I need money. I just need one last job and I'm out. And these shady people are like, hey, do this porn for us. Take this drug. And then like, he, next thing you know, he becomes conscious again. He's like, what the fuck happened? And he's just going through and saying all like the shady like stuff they had him do. It's yeah. just like... It's just like a lot of snuff shit, yeah. a lot of extreme or whatever. It's actually one of the more artistic snuff movies I watched, which is interesting. Like okay. there are a lot of like shots where it was like, there's one where like this girl's crawling towards him and it's got like this zigzaggy like tile pattern on the bottom, like uh, the Black Lodge and Twin Peaks. Okay. And there's like a spotlight on them and it's very like fairy tale type. There's like a lot of poses and stuff, but it's huh. still like, a gross movie and stuff and I would like recommend it like all these movies to nobody sure but gotta give credit where credit's due it was also just a political film too like it just it had it did cross the line it went way over the line but um with a specific scene but it was mostly just a metaphor for how the Serbian government treats the people and stuff and they were very upfront about it the guy who ran the snuff films had many monologues comparing the government to what they were doing. And okay. Making the metaphor very clear. It's not very subtle, and yet some people argue that it's not a political movie. God, like, I get it. If you're going to do that kind of content, like, you, sh you could and should be heavy-handed with the, like, but get it? You shouldn't be able to miss this. This yeah. is... <laughs> God, people still just missing it. Fuck. Yeah, people are bad. Okay. The next movie I have to talk about is August Underground. And, and okay, real quick, just saying, like, to your point, like, yeah, that's a horrible representation of Serbian uh, cinema for people to be like, yeah, you ever see this movie? This is, like, the one Serbian film. And it's like, I'm sure there's plenty of awesome cinema coming out of there. Like, ah. R rough, uh, rough interpretation. Especially uh, Yugoslavia, uh, Yugoslavic Black Wave was okay. a film genre that was going around in the 60s and stuff that uh, to deal with like censorship and stuff because that was a big problem in a lot of communist countries. You had a lot of uh, content, especially from like the Czech Republic and stuff that was trying to make commentary that was political while also trying to get past the censors. And then uh, Czechoslovakia, there was actually a really interesting movie where one had a mad scientist bringing Superman to life, and then he was chasing people around, <laughs> but so they're just being ridiculous, and then they're like, but really, we're, comp we're like shitting on the government right now. It's <laughs> a whole interesting thing. But yeah. uh, Serbian film was not that. But Ser the Serbian people should be mad at their government at points, because 
they did do a genocide in the 90s. Yeah. Like, that was a whole thing. Uh, yeah. But let's not get into that. Alright, so uh, August Valentine. That's the next one? August Underground. August Underground, okay. This one is, like, one of, like, the bigger... It's bigger than Splattered Vomit Dolls, but not as big as Serbian film, I'd say. Okay. It's... It fucking, I don't, it fucking sucks. It's a bunch of, like, corn dudes with video cameras, like, some found footage, like, oh, hey, there's this person, let's torture them. Uh, cut her tit off, let's put shit in there. Uh, I'm gonna film this guy. Oh, we're at, like, a corn, like, new metal concert, and we got kicked out and said fuck you at people. Oh, I'm gonna, it's just, really, it's just, oh, it's just violence for violence sake, which is really just mostly boring. Yeah. It's just, it was made by Toad Hag, which okay. is like, they do like, they're very good at special effects, but every movie I've ever seen them, like they do very good gore stuff, but every movie I've seen them associated with has been garbage, including Murdered Set Pieces, which I will probably talk about at some other point. It's just really bad. It's like, this dude just goes around killing like, women who are just like porn stars the director hired and like takes pictures of them there's barely a plot like he hates his girlfriend's little sister he's like fuck you kid you're going to get me caught or something there's one scene where he's just lying by the pool it's just like his head's shaking around or he's having this nightmare and it's cut like cuts to 9-11 and stuff <laughs> okay i watched it with the director's commentary on <laughs> because most of it was unbearable yeah. and it's a lot of like his friend like not really liking the movie and just struggling to justify any of it <laughs> it was it was a beautiful bad experience okay um, and the, the next, the last of the better known ones that I'll go over is the guinea pig series. Okay. The, this one came out of uh, Japan. They, the first one was like, oh, it's just uh, seeing how much a human can endure. We're going to have this person spin in a chair for 10 minutes and then we're going to play like really loud music and stuff. Like really like goofy stuff. Like it's supposed to be like torture, but most of it like... It's just like you're, you're seeing someone with headphones go, ah! <laughs> or they're spitting in a chair and feeling sick. It's so <laughs> fucking stupid by a bunch of like dudes and like short, like they're in the snuff uniform. Okay. It's a weird thing I've seen in a lot of those movies. It's like like a short sleeved black t-shirt and like black pants. It's okay. always like black something like that. I don't yeah. know why. It's super goofy. Sure. But um, in the second one though is uh, it's just like a fake snuff film about a man cutting open a woman and it was very it received a lot of notoriety because a copy of it was mailed to charlie sheen by a friend by a fan okay and he thought it was a real snuff film so he said to the fbi he was like I don't whoa, know what the whoa. hell this shit is. And I just want to say, the special effects are really bad. <laughs> like, you can look at it and be like, yeah, that person just has their arm in a hole mm -hmm. under the table. Like, you can see where their arm goes into the hole in the table and stuff. It's very goofy. <laughs> it's like a dude in, like, a Shogun helmet, like, in a samurai helmet, just being like, I'm obsessed with this girl, so I gotta cut her open or something. It's, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Uh, but um, it's, it was also known because there was a Japanese serial killer who was known as a vampire or something who had a copy of it in his D D DVD collection. Huh, okay. So fun little um, explanation of the big extreme films, but I want to get into some 
fun lesser known ones. Yeah, yeah, it really gets uh, the scummy ones. The ones that only a scummy can enjoy. I don't even enjoy half of these. Like, <laughs> you just know of. I mean, you you got to them. I wasn't gonna say you sought these out necessarily. Oh, you I sought, sought out this genre. Yeah. So like, the, I mean, the ones, okay. you got what you asked for. Yeah. The four I described, I didn't seek out. I just kept eventually watching because I was like, I've seen this genre long enough. Like, I have to see these big ones. Okay. It's like. Like, these are the big extreme ones everyone compares everything to, so yeah. I need to know what my opinion is. Um, but these other ones, it's like, you know, when, when you're really depressed, you need to feel something. Uh, there's shocking yourself is a way. You, see, right. you watch stuff, it upsets you, and then you're like, oh, I can feel something. That's good. That's uh, good. Uh, <laughs> Um, one of the movie, one of the first, mm, which one do I pick? Mm. When Blackbirds Fly. That's actually something you've seen. And yeah. I think it would count as a part of the genre. Yeah, I like that one. It was a... I mean, you know, liked. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of fun visuals, a lot of wild visuals I still remember. Nobody can argue that Jimmy Screamer Claws makes pure, 100% pure expressions of art. There's no one else making animated shorts like Jimmy Screamer Claus. He has that going for him. Okay. That's indisputable. Yeah. Same with Lucifer Valentine. Okay. Um, Two names to look out for, but yeah, no, Blackbirds Fly, like, as an animation, that shit was insane. That shit, okay, so, how would you describe that movie? Wild. <laughs> like, we watched it with four people, I remember, and, like, the other two people were much more, like, shocked than I... I mean, at least less used to that content. I was more familiar with that kind of content. I mean, it was still uh, definitely more extreme than anything I usually seek out myself. Um, but definitely wild, definitely abstract, definitely abrasive uh <laughs> very sexual like at times i felt like i had a grasp on it like okay i get this story i've seen things like it before and then they take a twist where i'm like well fuck yeah. <laughs> how was i supposed to call this <laughs> yeah like you things are going fine you know kid comes back from the wall everything's normal and then the mom starts shaking and her clothes fly out and she's huh. in pain and and the dad has to take the kid to the kitchen, and it's like, well, husbands can't see their wives naked. We can't do anything. But mom's in pain. I I'm sorry, son. That's how marriages work. I don't even remember that. What the fuck? Yeah, was, there's so much happening in that movie. Uh... Okay, for our listeners, here's a little rundown of the plot. It takes place in heaven, which is run by Cain, who is the best ever, and he just wants everyone to love him and not go past the wall. Past the wall is the bad one. There's this, uh... Shit! Oh my god, every little thing I remember about this movie, I'm like, crap, there's another crazy detail. There's more crazy! The kid just doesn't start with the kid. The couple goes through the process to get their kid. They finally get accepted, so they go to the cavern where there's a bunch of little worm ghost oh, shit. creatures with faces. 
and they pick out one that's like, oh, no one's picked out that little creature. It's going to die soon. So they're like, we'll have it. And then it just turns into like a nine-year-old kid, like <laughs> straight up. And then he goes to school and he's like, this world's weird. And then he has a friend who's a girl who's like, this world's weird. <laughs> this and, is a weird and world. They find a hole in the, in the wall that Kane says no one should go through. And they go past it because this cat's injured and talking to them. There's and, like giant gun turts and shit, like <laughs> deterring people from going out of the wall. And these kids are like, eh, it's this cat thing. Yeah, these soldiers with guns like, we're gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> like, just very aggressive, very murdery right off the bat. And, and you think it's a joke. You, I mean, we exaggerate a lot, but like, no, literally guards shaking a gun at someone shouting like, fuck you. You get in there. I won't take your head off. <laughs> so like the kids run into the wall. The guards are threatening to kill them. The cat's like follow me eat follow this me. fruit there's a special fruit the cat turns into like a tall furry creature and, the and, and see at this point real quick just like my explanation for it is just like okay makes sense like there's a dictator cane he's like telling people they can't leave this wall like i've seen wall stories before where mm -hmm. you live inside this insular community that feels weird and abstract but you have to get out to see the real world and i'm like oh and the cat's leading him out the cat kind of like the snake and the uh, garden of eden eat this forbidden fruit i'm like i get what's going yeah. on it looks abrasive and crazy but, but I get it. I, I, I kind of get it. But then, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, not too long later, you see, like, a woman with, like, a globe head on a... Not a globe head, just, like, some weird fucked up doll head on a cross. And she's got, like, intestines coming out of her. And there are a bunch of people, like drinking from the intestines and you're like i don't know what's happening um, yeah no i gave up i definitely tapped out <laughs> any part of me that thought i know what was going on did not yeah and then not too long after that i remember you're saying like cat monsters like fuck dead the dead guards and shit mm -hmm. like there's some like just weird ass stuff constantly oh, yeah. the wall gets taken like yeah the creatures break through the wall and stuff kane's like you did that <laughs> and the whole time too listeners the the visuals are crude and very psychedelic. There's just lots of colors just flashing everywhere. Crazy patterns on like every surface because it's 3D modeled and stuff. It's like an adult swim nightmare. It's like something that was meant for adult swim, but was just so extreme. They're like, we're not fucking putting that on our network. <laughs> yeah, like, we're not touching that. <laughs> but in Jimmy Screamer Claus's defense, he did animate a segment of Flying Lotus's film Kuso. Ooh, so Kuso you know. was so good. I guess that one would count as extreme comedy. So I was thinking, I was kind of questioning. I was like, is that in, the, in this wheelhouse, in this realm? Yeah, 100%. At least bordering this realm, yeah. You can't see someone like... It was abrasive, for like sure. Like fucking slam dunk a fetus into a garbage <laughs> basket and not consider that extreme cinema. Holy shit. <laughs> That's fucking Kuso. Really, anytime something goes too far like that really crosses the taboos, it's extreme. Alright. Even some of your uh, basic incest movies count as that. Yeah. Our... <laughs> it's a Jesus. Good incest I, I forget what the, I just learned about a movie. I forget what it's called now, but the one where it's like the daughter almost dies and the, or no mom dies, body swaps into daughter, and then she's like, yo, husband, let's fuck. And he's like, I'm not gonna fuck my daughter. That's not <laughs> happening. She's like, well, I, I'm gonna go fuck. <laughs> she's like, you don't know what it feels like to be sad and horny and angry all at the same time. I have all these hormones going through me and I can't even get laid. And he replies with, you're telling me! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, 
That was written by a man who wanted to fuck his daughter. Yes, that was the goofiest, craziest incest shit I've seen. I don't think that even got near extreme. Uh, bring me another uh, one of your personal favorites. Um, Something I haven't seen before. I'm interested. See, that was the only one on the list you've seen before. That's what I figured. I was like, I'd, even when you mentioned it, I was like, wow, one I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't fully anticipate that. These are what I like to call scummy films. They're movies that I'm just like, I'm not, who am I going, why would I watch this with anyone? Yeah. Why would anyone else want to see this? I'm just curious. I've just gone through a lot of bad shit in my life. I'm desensitized. <laughs> I like to see some scum sometimes, so I like feel less bad. Yeah, and this feels like a good representation because like you've always given me like access to like a lot of movies that you've already watched and stuff, and I a lot of the ones I've watched have been fucking wild. What was the one we watched at the lake house with uh Somber? Somber. Yeah, like shit like that where I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure Scummy doesn't show this to very many people. Who would I show Somber to? I, I imagine I'm one of the only people she's shown <laughs> this to because she understands I can handle this content and I won't judge her for this content. Like, I get it. It's just extreme content. And oh, I can... I don't, I don't care about the judging. I just care about the if the other person can handle it. will be able to tolerate it. Yeah, yeah, like, I get that. And yeah, I've been able to tolerate a majority of them, but, like, I, I understand there's still ones that... This is a good representation for every one I've seen. There's a good, like, <laughs> bunch that just, like, are still a lot to show me. Um, there's a lot that I've seen that I just hated and I just forgot about where I was just like, uh, some of them, like, the fucking Germans. What? Yeah, like, what out of extreme films puts you off? What would make you be like, this is a bad one? Um... I mean, you mentioned violence for the sake of violence. Yeah, violence for the sake of... It could be fun. Uh, some of them... Some of them turn into porn. Yeah. And that's an issue. And it's like... Not and even like unconventional like, porn, right? Like... Like like normal porn for like oh. an hour. And oh, just the end, people get killed. <laughs> okay, whatever. But okay, that was from a specific movie I saw. But it also had this insane scene where a woman ripped the arm off of somebody and then fingered herself with it. Huh. Which, like, the arm started moving and stuff, and I remember when I saw that, I was like, I hope I'll never see that again. That was, like, <laughs> that was like something you'll never see otherwise, but I was like, damn. Um, yeah, like, maybe another good one. Um, oh, oh, and real quick, I will say, like, one thing that, like, you showed me really early on, I think I was still in high school, or, like, just out of high school, the, um... I mean, that Willem Dafoe movie, too, like, that's... Antichrist. Yeah, Antichrist. Like, that's not even really, like, extreme film, right? But, like, I mean, there is the scene where he gets his dick bashed in with a wood, like, with a chunk of wood. Like, that's a lot for a lot of people to oh, handle. not just his dick bashed in. That's not why that scene's magical. It's because she jerks him off yes. afterwards, and then he comes blood. Yeah. But that's not <laughs> even you. the best part about that movie. That's why well, I didn't feel bad spoiling it. I was like, that's just a, one of many crazy fucking scenes in that movie. Oh, so many, and it doesn't even do anything, like, plot-wise. I just want to say, though, with Antichrist by Lars von Trier, Wilms Defoe's dick was so big, it just baffled everyone on set, and he had to have a dick double so that it would be more normal size. <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was just an oddly big dick. <laughs> it's just like a questionably big dick where it's like, wow, 
Are we gonna use this? What the fuck? <laughs> Shout out to Welcome to Foe's Dick. Shout out to dick content. You know what I mean? Dick you always content. gotta have that good dick content. You can't be shameful about it. You gotta put it out there. But also all kind of sexual content. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sexualize men more. Make it equal. Every titty lady you have, you gotta have some big dick bro. You got a big dick Willem Dafoe. Have it come in swinging around. <laughs> okay, bring, bring me one. I've said okay. it like three times and then I stop you. Bring me one for real. Give it to me! Okay, so... <laughs> Um, I'm going to go to a little documentary genre real quick, which is the, uh... It's kind of like the mortician genre. It's like the autopsy. Okay. Just, uh, the first one I saw was by Stan Brackage, who is an avant-garde director, best known for his movie Dogstar Man. Um... That sounds familiar. Yeah, it, it was a movie that had like the special animation technique where they fuck with the film so that's like, what i was thinking yes and stuff and it was like it's something that has it had no sound and had four parts and you it's just something to get high and stare at like stare you're staring at the stars. that's what i was thinking i tried to do it on a plane once and yeah no it didn't work for me i got 20 minutes in and i was like this is just like wild visuals <laughs> like shit <laughs> In, in this movie... The he, last movie I watched was Mad Max. Fury <laughs> <laughs> Road. Like, okay, get it. In this movie, uh, he filmed uh, autopsies being done on dead bodies. And okay. it's just like 30 minutes of that. And, like, it's just really, like live autopsies? Yeah, but from really artsy angles. Like you're okay. mostly like seeing the hand or something while something's being done elsewhere. But watching them is crazy though. Because it's like, man, you really get an understanding of how our body works. And it's like... Your face comes off like a mask. Like, that's wild. Like, with it, they actually, like, strip the face, like, they cut it around the neck, and then they strip that skin back like a fucking mask. What the fuck? Yeah, because they get the muscle in the skin, and you whoop, it's like, I'm, slides back like a fucking latex-like mask. And, I've, I've never seen that in real life. That's great. <laughs> like, a real, wow. And it wasn't even just that movie taking it, because I also saw another uh, movie like it called Orozoko the Embalmer, where a famous uh, Japanese photographer came over to one of the most violent districts of Columbia. Columbia and uh, filmed the mortician there. Okay. And uh, like as he like operated on people and talked about the violence in the city and like how it was like depressing him and went through like trade secrets. Like one of the crazy like the same thing came off like a mask. Wow. But he was also showing interesting things like apparently like he like stuffs like the nose and stuff like with tissue and stuff so that seems more lifelike like because oh. they empty you out I guess. I see like they just like cut you open and just like pull out all your guts and stuff and then like close you back up fill you with stuff to make you not look hollow and stuff it's really yeah. interesting yeah huh and real quick like i the the face thing makes sense when i think about it now this might be dumb but it is as easy as slipping it back on like, i watched them slip it back on okay because i was just thinking for like funerals and stuff like that if like is it still possible to do an open casket after you do something like that yeah I mean, or technically, maybe. you could open casket with the face off, but that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hell. I guess that'd be a way to be like, nope, Uncle Joe's dead. Maybe that's how I go out. Take <laughs> my face off and then put me in the open casket. And then, and then on a big TV, you play face off. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, at my funeral, the whole time, like, Grease Valley Radio, just, like, all 20 hours of it, it's going to be, I, what, 12 hours, 13 hours worth of content? Just, that's what you get. 
<laughs> this, this is how he was remembered. Oh, and that's season one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a three-part funeral. Hopefully a nine-part funeral for every season. Ooh. Grease Valley season 112. Carried oh, no. over by Baby 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 Bolly. No, fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so live autopsies. That definitely sounds like extreme. I like that they're, yeah, when you said do- extreme documentary type mm-hmm. shit, I was like, huh. Uh. <laughs> See, there's also a name for what you're kind of thinking. Okay. They're called Mondo Films. They started with, I'm pretty sure, Italian filmmakers filming civil wars in Africa and actually, like, showing, like, the bodies and oh, people shit. getting shot and stuff. Like, so that's, like, a Mondo documentary. It's something okay. that's showing you, like, some actually bad stuff. Yeah. I don't really watch those too much. I don't. I don't want to see real violence. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I did watch the Buddy Game. So real violence in that one? It's it's not um it's not like anyone being cut and stuff. It was a movie about a sex worker who in real life was kidnapped by a truck trucker and tortured for a couple days okay and then as a way of healing um uh some new york filmmaker did a movie where they reenacted the whole process and uh and a lot of it was unsimulated so you're like seeing her get like branded and stuff and it was like a rough movie but the director itself described it as no one should like this movie. Okay. And you're kind of messed up if you do, and you should get help. And I was like, yeah, that's fair, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair, like, warning. Like, yeah, use this as a movie of, like, uh. <laughs> did you like this too much? Okay. Probably get some help. <laughs> I will say, though, like, editing-wise, it was very good. It was very dissonant and jarring, which kind of pissed people off. But it was like, no, it's appropriate with what's happening. Like, she's like... Um, it's called the bunny game because the trucker's like, oh, let's, she like shaves her head and it's like, let's play the bunny game. And he puts like a latex rabbit mask and sends her out like tied up in the desert and like chases after her. Okay. The, the, like the filming was actually so intense that the original actor who played the trucker quit halfway through because he was like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm done. I'm, d- I'm not doing this to her anymore. You can't. I'm out. Damn. So they had brought in someone else to do it. And you said like... The actress who did this was the person who, like, encountered this in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she wanted to go through it. She agreed to it. It wasn't, like, some situation sure, where, like, sure, some sure. scummy filmmaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, but, like, holy shit. Because I'm just thinking, like, yeah, to be, to, to play the guy who did that to the person who really, this really happened to, that is a lot of pressure. That's, like, spooky pressure. But it's also a way to heal trauma because it, it's some people, I see it in the kink community sometimes. It's like people who have been raped like to do like role play like that because then they're choosing to do it. So they have the power the pa- in the situation. Yeah. So it's like kind of correcting um, the past and stuff instead yeah. of it being something that happened to you. You could like do it by choice and overcome it. It's not like what everyone does, but sure. it's definitely a thing. Yeah, and, and no, and I respect it from her perspective and her, like, even just, like, wanting to tell the story through film and stuff like that. I hella respect that, but, like, yeah, no. I just understand playing the guy in that. Because with her, it's just, like, she could play it exactly how she wants to play it because she knows what fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Being that guy, like, oh, man. I Like, obviously, just, like, not wanting to trigger her, but her being, like, no, I want to do this. But it's, like, 
Oh man, but did this really happen to you? Fuck! Also, you're just actually torturing someone too, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like so crazy. But uh, yeah, no, that's a crazy, interesting one. Yeah, I I know that there's definitely a scene of her like gasping because there's also I think a scene where like she's deprived of air until she passes out with like a bag and stuff, and that Ooh. was rough. And there was like a scene of um. Her, like, after her head was shaved, she's tied to a cross naked and stuff. Oh, but the other thing is, fuck. Um, I, one reviewer in Letterboxd pointed this out, and they weren't wrong. Nothing they did, though, is stuff that, like, hasn't been done in, like, fetish porn, though. Okay. Like, BDSM and stuff. Like, sure. breath play is a thing. Like, sure. branding's been a thing. Like, it's all, like, none of it was, like incredibly crazy yeah okay especially yeah. if like you're in these communities and stuff like it, yeah it's not like breaking any boundaries or crossing any lines like it's stuff where like if you're part of these communities you'd be familiar with it yeah 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 okay okay so it's like but it's still like it's real stuff but like, like yeah we yeah. just talked about how incredibly real that is like fuck crazy one is that american one Yes. Okay. It was Damn. the uh, filmmaker was from New York. Okay. Damn. And I think that's his only movie too, because I've, I've I've been like, oh, I'm curious to what you see that isn't a ball of grime and scum. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hit me with another one if you want. Yeah. Um, I got two more on my list. Alrighty. The next one is uh, a series. That was, um, I found out because it, about, because it was scored by a man named Mersbo, who is a noise musician. Okay. Love some good noise music. Love noise rap. Yeah, noise rap. Noise for, rap. Some of the best rap. And for our listeners who, uh, don't know what noise music is, it's basically just music that focuses on texture and nothing else. Mm -hmm. It's just very pleasant sounds or dissonant sounds or it's just... No rhythm, no melody, just the pure sound and the texture itself. It's pretty dope sometimes. Mersbo yeah. is a, I'm pretty sure, a Japanese um, artist who specializes in this. I'm pretty sure that his gimmick is he's just more of a normal dude. A lot of noise musicians, especially industrial musicians, will have like very like ridiculous personas and stuff and will go like hard into it seem like they're crazy kind of like wrestlers in a way okay but like um both him it's like he's just kind of normal guy he just makes weird music yeah. um he scored uh this series called female harry carry which was just or, or harakiri which was just women performing on the, that on themselves for like 30 minutes so like for five minutes you see him like stare at like a blade or something okay and then like you see them go for it, and then they just bleed out, but it's, like, oddly comforting. It's a weird little series, but, like, the music is very, like, soothing, and everything that's happening is pretty slow. Like, there's no fast movements, no fast bleeding. It's just, like, slowly happening. The blood forms, like, neat patterns on their outfit to give it, like, a nicer effect. Like, it looks like a design. Okay. So, I only watched one of them, though, because you watch one, and you're like, I don't really need to see four this four different times with four <laughs> different actresses. Some of these movies I don't even finish. I'm like, yeah, your acting is terrible. I don't like your philosophy. You're just like, you're, some of them are very pretentious, and that's the thing I can't get past. The yeah. Germans are very bad with that. Oh. The Germans also love to show people shitting. People are, are not kidding about the Germans' fascination about scat. I yeah, mean, that felt like a stereotype, but like, huh? No, it's just like, it's expected at a point <laughs> for me. It's like, 
Shit, at least they didn't give too many enema shots. I've seen, like, enema scenes in some movies, and those are weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to admit I don't know things, but, like, yeah, what is that? Uh, you squirt water up someone's asshole oh. so that you flood all the shit out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. no, no, no. I was familiar with that term. That's why I was like, I should know this word. Okay. Yeah, um, that's why, uh, I forgot. But I, I got desensitized yeah. to it. The first couple times I saw it, I was like, ugh. But then it just got surprised on me so many times that I was like, fuck it, whatever, it's happening. It's just, like, gross, but, like, I'm not going to get mad at it. Show me other movie. <laughs> Don't take too long. Yeah, no, I, that's fair. <laughs> and, you know, the movie's got to be doing other good stuff. If it's, like, crappy and I get an enema shot, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, Fuck this fair. shit. Fuck this literal shit. <laughs> fuck literal shit. Yeah, well, don't fuck literal shit, but if you know what I mean. that's your thing, be safe, yeah. be protective, as long as the shit consents. Yeah, 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 and, like, research and all that kind of stuff, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're well-researched and stuff, it all makes sense. Yeah, make that shit gag. Do your thing, yo! And, uh, the final movie is, uh, My Chan's Daily Life, the movie. It is based off a comic that is very controversial, out of all the comics where I've seen people say, oh, this is fucked up, don't read it. Yeah. That one does... I've never read it, but it seems to deserve the title the most. Oof. It is a part of the Eroguru genre, which okay. is um, Japanese for erotic grotesque. Okay. Which was, I'm pretty sure, our artistic movement that came in the wake of World War II. Uh, showing a bunch of like more gruesome things, but in like a very artistic way that like makes them look more appealing. Okay. And it gets into weird territories, but that one was just specifically like. <sighs> I'll explain one scene, and that's all you need to know. After. Okay. Because um, all I knew about it at first was everyone was like, "Don't read this. This is fucked up." But I was like, "I'll be the judge of that." And then I could not find a copy of it anywhere online. It was taken <laughs> down anywhere. No one was allowed to put that thing up. Uh. Um, and then I learned that there's a scene where a literal fetus is put into a blender. No, not a fetus, Whoa. like an infant or something. It's put in a blender. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to read that. I'm cool. Thank yeah. you. You show that? I'm good. Yeah, holy shit. So this was made into a movie. And when it was made into a movie, everyone was like, how? Yeah. They won't let you show that. Oh, uh, yeah. They threw the plot out the window. <laughs> they were like, we're taking the basic concept. It, it was a movie, uh, or their base concept was like, there was this maid that like, people would pay to like, tear apart and like, stab and shit and basically kill and then like, her boss would like put chickens again on her wounds and then she would grow back and then that would just keep happening and the book was just scenes and scenes and scenes and scenes of that shit and then it okay. was over so you know nothing worth reading yeah but sure. this one it was like some weird lesbian romance movie where there's like both mates starting and one of them is like oh my chin's so beautiful i want to like <coughs> bite her fingers off or something. Oh. <laughs> like, there's a scene where my child has, like, her lips bleeding and stuff, and she's trying to eat food, but she's <laughs> bleeding all over it in, like, a field in her maid's uniform, and it's like, what the fuck am I watching that's right a, now? That's a crazy visual. Yeah, it, it's like, it's just like a romance between those two, and, the, like, the mistress is mean to both of them and stuff, but then she's like, ah, you hurt my child now. And it's like, oh no, please don't hurt me. I like you. <laughs> 
other girl's like, I like you too. That's why I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> and it ends with that girl, like, with a chainsaw. And there's some old guy in a wheelchair. is like, ha, 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 ha. I got her into pieces for me. <laughs> this is sex. Oh, my God. Well, that version definitely sounds better than the uh, comic version. Jeez. Yeah, it was kind of softcore and porny. But, like, yeah, if you don't, it's just funny. Yeah. It's just, like, it's, like, it's really abrasive but knowing like the subject matter like or the base content it's like fuck it i can't judge whatever you've made your goofy movie <laughs> um uh also the director is interesting because he only has two other movies okay blood runner and blood runners zero <laughs> which okay. based off the plot what would you guess they're about um, I mean, okay, I'm probably biased. I just listened to Blood River, so when I heard Blood Runner, I'm like, oh, you're riding, like, boats on, like, a, a bloody river or something like that, or a river, like, with a bunch of, like, you know, uh, environmentalist blood around it. I don't know. <laughs> What's it about? So they're both, like, it's a 15-minute... Is Zero at least a prequel? Is a that sequel. correct? Oh, my I, I'm God, not sure, shut up. I'm not sure if this movie can have a prequel. Okay. It's from... I can't find copies of it, but for the plot synopsis, the first movie's 15, like 15 minutes, the other one's like 20, and it's just a girl cutting herself. She's Oof. just like it. It's like a fetish series of fetish movies. It's just an exhibitionism. This girl just cuts herself and then she pleads, and then it's over. I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's just a plot I know. That's what's <laughs> on the cover essentially. Yeah, shit. So you know that counts as extreme. Yeah, lots of extreme films. <laughs> Definitely gonna have to slap a content warning on this one. Oh, content warning! The fuck out of this episode. <laughs> we're getting we're getting into some grimy stuff. Yeah, like we should probably do it with all the drug talk and stuff like that. But like, man, this one especially. <laughs> content warning. Everything. Extremely violent. <laughs> All right, let's it's, go. It's to... the scummy brand. It's the scummy brand. Yeah, have you seen my art? Go check out the art at Scummy Tummy on Twitter. That shit's dank. That Those shit. fucking uh, self-portraits. Holy shit. <coughs> All right. You got another segment coming up? Yeah, we got another segment coming you... up. We're just getting to the half of it. Let's take a break. Let my co-host process shit, and then we'll be back. Yeah, I thought I was going to talk about cryptids, but uh, this has been a fun segment. Hey! Don't look at me. <laughs> I was hoping for gun for second one, but all right, let's get to it. We're back. Yeah. Back. Back. Shut. Yeah, I don't know what we got for this segment, but we back with that scummy sode, you know what I mean? More fucking scummy brand content to you, all the good shit. All what we got shit. this time? I wanted to talk gun. Uh-huh. We talk knife. We didn't talk gun, but you're, br- you're, you're bringing new segments. So what, new what segments. we got? Uh, this little segment, I'm just going to talk about stuff shit I've seen online, stuff Ooh. going on there. Um, the first one is a specific community on reddit it's very small and i don't want to say its real name to cast a light on it but it was like this weird little refuge i found on accident for like some really some people who wouldn't fit in in normal society all got gathered together 
to hang out and spread the love. Like um, the man at the nursing home who was attracted to shit and got excited every time one of the elderly people would shit their pants and would tell stories about touching their shit. After um, they took it out and stuff. Uh, okay. The, the main guy, I think he had a thing for used menstrual pads that would like go bad and stuff, and he had a bunch of them in his house, or maybe his nemesis had it. There's some like wild plot his lines. Nemesis? Going. Yeah, there was like an evil pastor who like raped his friend when they were young and that they're trying to deal with. But there was also this nun that was trying to fuck him over because she was, like, the father's, like, minion or something. There there were so many posts in this community. They got very in-depth. It was people, like, just like these French people just live-blogging their life stories. <laughs> With uh, fun people, like, uh... I know one guy was really into cannibalism and would, like, post pictures and stuff like that. That was also a weird thing. They just, like... They were like, oh yeah, no content filter. Like, kind of in like a First Amendment in a way, but more of sure. like a, like, we, we're supportive of everything. We don't judge people. Here's like a gif of someone sticking the head of a drill into the penis and then turning it. Like, just pressing it down and stuff. <laughs> and the drill yeah. spins around in their dick. I get but, the idea of making a community where like, if everybody's okay with that content, like, it makes sense to share it there and not like, at least they're conscious enough to not like, push it on random people like they understand this shit isn't very conventional so they're gonna make their own community to share it like that's respectable yeah but they kept getting <laughs> shut down and like, stuff like their accounts are getting deleted and stuff because reddit was like mm -hmm. like they never shut the subreddit down but they were like definitely going after users and then like there was drama where the main guy that ran it because the whole rule was he just had to approve the content it was whatever he was okay with having on there. Um, it was... And uh, I remember his account got shut down so he couldn't prove stuff too much and there was trouble. Okay. And then so, like, some people would be like, yeah, this guy contacted me. He just wanted everyone to know he loves you guys and, you know, <laughs> we're a family and stuff like this. And then, like, he came back with a new account and that one would get deleted and uh -oh. the person who he went through would get deleted <laughs> and there was drama and the more users big, like, this person said this and this is this or oh they're trying God. to get this account. And I think they moved to Discord, and I know that's always when shit goes bad. Because, yeah. like, once you're, like, your own closed-off group where strangers can't wander in, because that was another thing about that place, I was a stranger who wandered in. There were other strangers who wandered in, and were like, what? what is this place? Where did I just find myself? <laughs> Why are you guys all buddy-buddy with each other, and you know each other's, like, life stories, and you journal and shit? <laughs> but also are like, oh, man... Oh, I found a dead cat over by my menstrual pads in my shack the other day. <laughs> so you know, some 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 very interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, I like it. Another thing I stumbled upon by accident, which was related to our last segment, is uh, the war footage market. And when I say uh -huh. war footage market, I don't mean like um uh huh. Like not like no American sniper shit. Not like no. <laughs> no, like I thought you were gonna rip into like just American or like uh war f movies or stuff. You're talking about like even like war you see on the news. No, I'm talking like home movies. I'm talking about shit from like footage from soldiers and stuff. That's that what I was. Yeah, yeah. You're saying it's not that. I thought you were like. I'm not talking about fake shit you see on film. You're like 
I'm not talking about the shit, shit, the real shit you see on the news. I'm talking about the real, real. <laughs> I'm talking about the grittiest. I'm talking about like, people going out there and like filming like piles of body. Like oh, I fuck. Okay, I'm gonna explain how I found this. So I was looking for PVC one, which was a South You've American movie that we one. watched. Yes, we, we watched it. Yeah. Yes, it's just a one take film about a woman who, or, like a family that gets home invaded, and then terrorists put a bomb collar around her neck. And they leave, and the rest of the movie is just her trying to figure out how to get it off. But there's a lot of suspense, because you, you know it's going to blow up on her, but you don't know when, and the thing keeps beeping, and it's a very short movie, so you're just on the edge of your seat the whole time. It was super stressful. That home invasion scene was insane. Yeah, it was, it's like a performance art in like a very strong way. So, but I had to eventually just buy the DVD of this movie and watch it. We sure. watched it at the same time we watched uh, When Blackbirds Fly around like that month and stuff. Yeah. Um, but when I was looking for it in like more of the shadier places to look at things, not like not like shady as in they have shady content, sure. but like you gotta be careful about like getting viruses and shit like okay. that. Like, like you gotta know which link is the actual like download here link type thing because yep. like five of them are ads, um, and there is a user who had it and I was checking their post history, and the only other thing that they had was uh, footage from Syria, I believe, and I remember I was like, "What do you mean?" I remember you mentioned this, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I sent you the description uh -oh. of it. Yeah. I took a picture. It was like. <laughs> talking about like just piles of like dead children and stuff and babies and people getting shot and shit blowing up and stuff just yeah. like all the worst <laughs> parts of war someone filmed and it was a part of a collection and cool. it was like stuff like i'm pretty sure you could buy elsewhere on the internet and oh, this person shit. was like uploading it for free like there's a whole <sighs> market for that stuff and it's like oh and the funny thing about this too yeah i forgot um the user who posted it had like this clown gimmick. They like to post like Hong Kong and stuff and like have like the like colon, z like o letter O, like parentheses smiley face type shit. Like it was like, I don't know what was going on with that fucker, but like, yeah. but like, that's like another weird part of the internet is like, you could just, you don't have to go to the dark web to find that shit, just to randomly stumble upon people selling footage like that that probably should be illegal. It probably yeah. is illegal. Like, the, like the difference of it's illegal and getting caught and stuff, and you know what caught. I mean? Like, what they're doing isn't not illegal, they're just not getting caught. Yeah, they're not getting caught, and it's like... And, and, like, from what I've heard, the dark web is actually just more of, like, a place where you get scammed or you get viruses and stuff. That like, makes sense. There's supposed to be, like, a lot of stuff just out there on the norm. Like, remember Backpage? Yes. Like, that was just known as, like, a child sex traffic thing. thing and it was on the normal internet where yeah. anyone could go onto that website. Anyone, yeah. Yeah, that was a super rough one. And, like, people tell stories about, like, oh, you go on the dark web and you could find hitmen and stuff like that. I remember doing a deep dive on that, and it's just like, no, you can't. <laughs> like, those don't actually exist. It's going to be a cop. Yeah, every time. It's not going to be real. And the realest ones are just scam artists yeah. who are going to take your fucking money and be like, okay, I'll definitely kill this person. Yeah, because what are you going to do? You don't already don't want to murder someone. 
And you can't go to the cops and be like, hey, they were supposed to kill someone for I, me. I gave them $5,000 and then they didn't kill them? It's <laughs> just, yeah, it's just like, no, that's like prime scam time. You could buy experimental drugs off of Instagram and shit. Like, you yeah. don't even have to go to the dark web to buy fucking drugs. People play. Th- people have the weirdest idea about the dark web. It's, but because of that, it's able to get away with shit. Like, or like, like these virus people and these scam artists are able to get away with shit because yeah. people build it up to make it so spooky and stuff. Yeah. But it's like everything's already right there in the open. You just don't know where it is. Right? Yeah. So goofy. Well, that's also like normal life too, though. Yeah. Yeah, people could be like, oh man, I love rap. I love rap so much. You just name like basic shit like Danny Brown and stuff like that or like any non What what are your favorite non-American rappers? And they're like, oh, oh, J. Cole. (laughs) Drake. Drake. (laughs) He's Canadian. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Shit's weird. Who's your top five rappers? Um, um, Tupac, Cole, uh, Kendrick, um, uh, Biggie. Did I say Tupac? <laughs> yeah, it's like um, um, hit so- me with more, uh, more scummy internet shit. This one isn't like the scummiest. I just find these communities really pathetic and All funny. Right. Yeah. I just want people to know that there are legit little pockets of the internet where people go to pretend like they're psychopaths and hmm. they do psychopath role play with other people who are role playing to be psychopaths. Okay. Because I remember um, I was trying to find, when I was in therapy a lot and I was diagnosed as with histrionic personality disorder, I tried to find a lot of communities of people who had the same disorder, but then it turns out it's a disorder where like, most people who have it aren't going to acknowledge that they have it or aren't going to go to groups for it. So I didn't have anyone to go to like, I was already, when I found it, I was already pissed off that I wasn't special. I was like, you're telling me there's a whole fucking disorder (laughs) and there are a bunch of other fucks like me and I can't get special attention because of that. Fuck you therapist. Go fuck yourself. But, um, when I was looking for those communities, I remember I found there was a lot of activity on the antisocial personality disorder forums, and I was like, the fuck is this? What are these people talking about? Yeah. These edgy motherfuckers. These I remember edgy. There's, in one specific website, in one specific part of the forums, there was this dude who, ever, like, his whole thing was a quote from another user, like, his little signature with every post, and the other user called him a, a final boss and stuff, oh, and no. he had, like, a monster picture. Oof. And the funniest thing about him, everyone was like, yeah, this guy's like a true psychopath. Super blah, blah, dorky. Blah. <laughs> All the all the traits that he said made him a psychopath uh-huh. were schizoid personality disorder. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you just had a or no schizotypal <coughs> or something like that. Like it was yeah. just a completely different disorder, and he was just listing off stuff. It was like, dude, that's not even diagnostic category for antisocial person. Like <laughs> you're you're like so oh, you fucking idiot. Why would you even want to have that? Why would you want to have a cluster B personality? <laughs> Over a cluster A is something that's beyond me. Yeah. Like, 
people are fucking stupid. There's so many people and they're going around saying like, <coughs> I, I could care. I could kill my kids and I wouldn't care. Oh yeah? Well, I can hit a dog <laughs> with the car and it was, I was fine. Oh. It's just like, you know that it's made up. Like it's a bunch of goofy bullshit. Yeah. But it's just them trying to feel tough. And it's the stupidest thing. There's like other stuff where it's like, man, I'm a psychopath that I don't care about anything. But even I know that a fetus is life and should not be killed and abortion is wrong. Oh, <laughs> I, shit. See, I saw three different people online do no that. fucking way. Like, if you want to have some fucking fun and laugh at some fucking dweebs, communities like that are ripe territory. Because, cra- okay, and I guess that was my thing I was going to ask you. Like, in, in these forums and, like, little communities and stuff like that, is are these people... And and I guess you you've kind of answered it, but the question was, are these people like they they genuinely have this these these disorders and these mental health issues, and they're just like exercising them online so they de- don't exercise them on uh, in real life, or are they just goofy motherfuckers who want to act, who want to role play like that and want to feel like that, but do it online because they're not actually those things. Oh yeah. The latter fully. I, I remember. Um, when, yeah, when you're mentioning like a psychopath who's like naming off <laughs> schizoid things, it's just like, huh. <laughs> yeah, and like some of them just have depression. They're like, I don't feel anything. I don't care about anything. I must be psychopath. It's like not not having emotions is not like an actual criteria. No. Like, for especially for antisocial, which is generally the specific one that they have with like some of these forums. So it's like. You, you, at least read the DSM-5 before you start rambling off claims like these. Yeah. Also, I know that, like, the psychopath checklist is a thing, but, like, you have to get 30 points to qualify, and, like, around, like, 10 of those points, or, like, I think 8 of those points rely on you having a criminal record. Okay. So it's, like, fucking stupid, yeah. because it's, like, if you're out there breaking laws, but you haven't got caught, but you clearly are... You still might not be able to hit the score as an actual psych. It's fucking stupid. Because it's not on your record. So fucking dumb. And I think one of those traits might have... um, No, no, never mind. I was going to say it was in the DSM-5 as one of the criteria. But then I remembered that that having a criminal record was an example. But, like, just breaking the law a lot was also just a criteria. Which is also kind of hazy just because it's like... I've broken the law a lot and I've not even done anything serious. A lot of it's smoking weed. Yeah, I smoke weed in Utah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They're gonna get you. Oh, shit. They're, they're gonna get us. They're gonna get us. Um, yeah. Because, like, I understand, like, the uh, the the first part of my question, whereas, like, I would understand if, like, people would want to have those communities so they could exercise these thoughts and these ideas without actually having to practice them in real life. Like, I could totally understand that. But, like, I also understand... Yeah, it's probably just gonna be a lot of people who don't actually have this, but like want to feel like they do. Because also the problem with um, any community that really centers around personality disorders is you can't just exercise it in one place and be fine in other areas. Okay. It's a constant, and usually what happens, especially in borderline communities, which are a whole thing, okay. um, they just make it worse. So, like, if you have a group of histrionics and they all just give each other more attention and, just, and yeah. just build each other up more, a lot of them will 
try to justify each other's behaviors because they're like, no, we want to be nice and accepting. Sure. But that's how you get like a group of borderline people being like, no, it's okay that you screamed at this person for 30 minutes because like they like didn't want to hang out with you or something because they were busy. Okay. It's like it goes into weird territory where it's their den of enablers where they go. Yeah. I definitely see that. Yeah. Where like if they all understand these unhealthy behaviors and stuff like that, they're going to help each other justify them so they all don't feel bad about it. But like, yeah, it's just playing into that, um, that poor mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to be self-aware if everybody's like, no, 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 no. What you did was right. And it's like, because the problem is you read more stories and you're like, oh, there are more people like me. And then if you keep like, you stay in those communities and you get to know them, it just normalizes all that too. And that's another problem because if it's normalized for you, you have less reason not to have those behaviors anymore. Yeah. And I imagine when those behaviors do pop up, you're not going to be able to identify it as easily. Cause you're like, no, this is right. Like I remember I've had talks about this. This is fine. And yeah, it's just I'm like, right eh. here. yeah, right. You can't replace a therapist with a group of, <laughs> with a community of people <laughs> like afflicted with a similar thing. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. If you uh, have personality disorder and you want to get rid of it, go to therapy. I don't think there's another replacement for that. Yeah, is it... getting a new personality disorder. Sure, or I was going to say, I mean, like, they pump people with drugs nowadays. Like, that's always a rough one. That's why I've always been scared of going to a psychiatrist. Because I remember I went to a doctor once uh, to get a checkup. And I walked out of there with an anti-depression prescription. And I was like, mm. I didn't even talk to you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I filled out a questionnaire on a tablet. Your nurse did most of the work. Like, why do I have these pills now? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So ridiculous. It's crazy. We literally had, like, an opioid crisis. And still our medical field doesn't know how to, like, not overprescribe people. Or, like, oh, I mean, we also live in capitalism. So they're all profiting off of this bullshit. Money. 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 Man, I, we could go into a whole another medical episode sometime soon because after like listening to shit like Doctor Death and Bad Batch and a bunch of others, just like, wow, our medical fields are really fucking unchecked. And even yeah. when other doctors are like, oh, these doctors are being sus, no one fucking listens or does anything. Crazy shit. Uh, Adab. All doctors are bad. All doctors are bad. Yeah, know, know who you're fucking going... Especially with therapists. Like, yeah. we just push therapy shit. But, like, there are crazy fucking therapists out there. Like, oh. He's partially saying that because I've had some crazy therapists. My I've first heard crazy ther- stories, yeah. My, <laughs> like, my first therapist said I was psychic and diagnosed me as an indigo child. Uh, look that up if you don't know. It's hippie nonsense. I can't remember what it is every time, but it's fucking hippie nonsense. And the other therapist was the thing. Yeah, like, anywhere in the medical field, definitely make sure you know who's doing this stuff. Yeah. And and which sucks, too, because even at that, like, our medical fields aren't fully done. Not every therapist is going to have a bunch of reviews that are reliable. Yeah, also, like... I remember one of my therapists, they were, like, the only transgender therapist in, like, the city. So it was, mm. like, what do you do? No options, yeah. Also, that's insurance, the doesn't, one. insurance doesn't make it easier. Ugh. Some of them are expensive. I wanted to do therapy, but, I mean, I know it would cost me, like, for, like, a good therapist and what I need, it would cost me, like, 200 a week or something. And money, I got that money, money, money. I got that money. Money. And people are like, yeah, no insurance and stuff. Yeah, but they only cover, like, oh, it's so fucking dumb. It... Just saying, though, listeners, 
If you want to pay for my therapy, I'll send you nudes. Ooh, only fan type shit, you know what I mean? What's up? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. any more scummy internet shit? Mm. Some, that was some good stuff. I liked it. I want to end on um, another note. I want to yeah. tell the story of uh, very wacky Tic Tacs. It okay. was, it was a subreddit uh, with minion memes. At first, there was wacky. You've shown me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember seeing something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At first, there was wacky Tic Tacs, okay. which were like minion memes, because those when minions were everywhere, and everyone oh was God. pissed. Yes. So people started just making edgy ones. <laughs> it was like, oh, these are some wacky Tic Tacs, and it's like, fuck <laughs> you, grandpa. <laughs> And then um, there was a post where there was a minion over a picture of a dead child that washed up on shore. And the the moderators huddled together and they were like, we've made a place called Very Wacky Tic Tacs. Pictures like this go there. There. Never here. Keep them over there. I found about this place by accident because there would be something where someone would, like, I hate minion memes would be, like, linked to. And there would be someone would reply with r slash wacky tic tacs and then very rarely a third person would come with the very wacky tic tacs <laughs> people would be like what's this you think that's just snar <laughs> oh I, I saw some crazy minion memes in there I remember there was one where there was like a dude's dick but it had like maggots coming out of it um, holy shit yeah there's wait, like wait wait but where's the where's the minion oh it's just like oh there's some minion like put onto there like somewhere in the picture and stuff <laughs> I remember showing me like one Taylor Swift type one but I forget what it was oh that <laughs> yes, was that was that was one I did that used to I, that wasn't a minion meme. That was when I was just doing collages to fuck around with Photoshop. That's what I thought. I remember, like, things were overlapped and stuff. Like, yeah, what was it? That used to be for my vacant basic playlist. It was Taylor Swift with a uh, Porsche girl superimposed over. And I'm just now realizing that I need to explain Porsche girl real quick. Yeah. So... This is a really fucked up story that not a lot of people hear. I've seen it get brought up a bunch, but like, you know, not everyone's hanging out in the places I'm hanging out. It's basically this girl borrowed her dad's Porsche, went for a joyride, it flipped, it got into a very bad accident. Like basically, like her face came off and her hair was like caught in like twisted metal and it was gruesome. And it was so bad that like, the like medical people were like, family, you can't see your daughter. You're not seeing your daughter. We're not letting you go through that. Yeah. But someone who had gotten pictures from one of the detectives, like Uh one of their friends, Uh sent the pictures Uh to the family with like something like, daddy, daddy, let me borrow your car or something, like some taunting message like that. And they got leaked online. She just got known as Porsche girl. Fuck, that's rough. Yeah, very rough. So I superimposed that picture over Taylor Swift. Okay. (laughs) Um, god damn i've never said i'm 100 percent ethical i call myself scummy um yeah after this episode you should know what's up you should know what the scum episodes look like you should know that's what this episode's here for not gun (laughs) not gun no gun no cryptid we'll bring it to you soon but anyways, very wacky Tic Tacs. I remember I had a rule, though. I used Porsche Girl at first, and then I just had a Tic Tac meme in the corner. And I had um, a line from J.G. Ballard's Crash. Okay. Which was... No, it was from the Atrocity exhibition, but it was related to Crash. Or maybe it was Crash. I don't know. 
Crash is a book about people who are like sexually, like a guy gets in a car accident and then he responds to, to the trauma by being more like attracted to like car accidents and stuff. And he finds this dude who like does like crash tests and stuff and is just a, like obsessed with like car accident victims and wants to like, in like actual car accidents and wants to like kill a celebrity in a car accident. It's like a really fun book. Um, yeah. It was made into a movie whose quality I can't vouch for, but it was Cronenberg, so whatever. Okay. You could probably trust it. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's a quote from it about like how like car crashes are erotic or something, and I was like, haha, I'm going through my really bad intellectual phase. What if I posted a picture of that over Portugal with minions in the corners? It was <laughs> past me it was pretty bad. Yeah, not good. Um, nar one fuck. But after that, I made a rule. I set a rule for myself. I was like, you know what? The only pictures I'm going to get, I'm going to take from conservative media. <laughs> I'm only going to get as bad as I could find from there. And let me tell you, you if you want to see people hacked apart, if you want to see videos of people getting murdered and their heads being cut off and stuff, you could go to like Fox News and find like cartel hit videos, ISIS ones, because they're pumping like that fear. Yeah. Because there's been studies done, like the more fearful you are, the more likely you are to vote conservative. So that's why they also like are more scared and stuff because they're, we hear <coughs> stuff about them, but like they have more access to like ISIS assassinations. And think about like those pro-life booths that would set up at City College and would have actual pictures of like aborted babies and stuff. Yeah. It's like, which some of them, I, I use some of those. I just found like the first pro-life website, yeah. ripped some of those pictures off there easy, and then put them in a picture of a bunch of girls uh, from Purity Balls. Do you know what Purity Balls no. are? They're this thing where dads take their young daughters and the daughters pledge their virginity to their fathers. They wear white dresses and it's a ball where they dance and stuff. And it's really creepy. And it's basically saying that fathers have ownership over their daughter's sexuality, which is fucking insane. So I had pictures of those with like minions and like aborted <laughs> <minions>. fetuses. <laughs> wacky tacky. Wacky tic tacs. Oh, wacky wacky tic tacs. I, I gave up on one where I just got like. Like, I just ripped a bunch of pictures of Fox News of, like, cartel hits where, like, people's heads and limbs were chopped off. And I just had, like, found a minion wallpaper where it's, like, a bunch of them. But, like, just, like, all of it is minions. And then I put that on top of the original collage and then made it transparent. So people are always like, what am I looking at? Oh, oh. Like, at first you just kind of see minions and stuff. But then your eyes focus it. You see the hacked up bodies and That's stuff. That's what I mainly remember. Visuals like that. Where it was like, okay, minions. But I'm like... No, but what's, like, there? Oh. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, I'm bored of this. I don't I'm know why I'm doing this. My therapist said it wasn't um, unhealthy, but, like... <laughs> that was crazy. I don't trust that. Um, but I don't do that anymore. I don't look at those pictures anymore. No. Growth. I draw cute things. Growth. It happens. It happens. People can grow. And then they degrow. And then they grow again. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just because they do something for a little while doesn't mean that's what defines them or what, uh... You know, they have to, they don't have to make that part of their identity. Yeah. And you could change your identity. Whoa! Back in December, I said Cats was one of the best movies of the year. I'm not that person anymore. I've grown. 
Yeah. It's one of the best movies of the decade. Yeah. Four years ago, I used to play League non-fucking-stop, and I used to care about my rank super. Now, now I hardly play League. I play it every once in a while just to hang out with my friends. <laughs> like, yeah. you could change. Also, real quick, to put, like, an end to the very wacky Tic Tac story. Yeah. It got deleted. Uh, that's, that's, also, that's probably for the best. That's why I'm more comfortable using its actual name and stuff not to draw attention to it. Because you can't like, find it. Yeah, there was, like, I think, um... It wasn't around Charlottesville, but it was, like, when white supremacist violence was starting to get pretty bad, especially all, like, um, them harassing people on the website, and, like, Reddit was, like, trying to get more advertisers and stuff and really had yeah. to, like, start cleaning up its act because it definitely had communities who, who like, fat people hate was banned in the same sweep with uh, nice. very wacky Tic Tacs, including a subreddit called Coon Town. Oof. So, yeah, it got wiped out with a lot of bad ones. Yeah. But I remember being, like... Man, I'm not a fucking white supremacist. I just think death is funny. <laughs> Which, just because you got sweeped into that whole band thing. Also, in my defense, watch people die stuck around for like two years afterwards. That one shut down. Yeah, that sounds that sounds <laughs> like it should have been part of the initial wave. Jesus. But that one, that one was weird because a section of people in there were more like death positive. For them, it was more like, no, I just want to, like, normalize this because I know it's going to happen to me. It was, like, people having discussions about it, how, like, how it made them feel and stuff like that with each other. And I was like, oh, this is actually weird. Like, you guys are trying to be emotional and honest in a fucking subreddit where you, like, watch someone get hit by a train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty oof. The internet is the internet, you know? Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of scummy internet. A lot of weird places. But, uh... <laughs> I won't, I won't bother the viewers any longer, or the listeners any longer. Is it, to start the wrap-up. Is that about the, all right, yeah. I had other notes, but I'm like, nah, 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 let me, not, let's not go that far yet. The scum time, uh, hour plus of extreme violence <laughs> is enough, you think? That's uh, soft violence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's been that shady sans adventures. That's a scum episode, you know Ooh. what I mean? Ooh, so much good stuff. Uh, we'll plug up our stuff real quick. I'm not gonna plug anyone else into it, cause you know I'm I'm cool with attaching my brand to it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll wait on plugs for other people on other episodes. I hope you understand. Uh, if you made it to the end of this episode, I congratulate you. You're the champion. I you hella you. champion. Go check some of this stuff out. If you stuck around the whole time, go check out some of those extreme films. At least where Blackbirds Fly. That's a fun one. I can vouch for that one. Yeah, none of the others. Yeah, sure. When Halloween comes around, I'll have horror movies that I actually recommend. Yeah, a little bit more accessible ones. Yeah, but not like the ones we all know and stuff. Like, we'll bring you some real good shit. Yeah, I don't want to bring, like, any slasher bull. I don't care about, like, what are considered Halloween classics. I consider a lot of... Or... Uh, horror classics. I don't like a lot of mainstream big horror. I don't give a fuck about Evil Dead or Halloween or none of that. Nah, we'll bring you some real fun shit. No it, none of that dumb shit, Jesus Christ. None of that bullshit. (laughs) We'll bring you some real fun horror films. Uh, As you know, October comes around. Uh, You want to plug up the scummy stuff first? Yeah, find me on Twitter at scummy underscore tummy. Feel free to send me an angry DM if you didn't like anything that you heard. Yeah, go fight her. Also, check out my self-portraits. Ooh, go check out that scummy 
art. Oh, so fucking good. Go check it out. At, at Gummy underscore Tummy on that Twitter. Uh, go check out all the awesome BBB content. Uh, Big Bumble Bali, Big Boy Basti. Uh, it's your man. It's me. Uh, you know, go check out that Grease Valley Radio season finale happening September 30th. Go Woo-hoo! fucking check it out. Woo-hoo! All 20 episodes finally wrapped up, and then we'll get you a season two starting at the end of the fucking year. What the fuck? Before 2021 comes, I'll get you that first episode of the second season. Shit will be wild, but go finish up season one. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of uh, it's a great audio drama about no money. The money's ran out. There's no more in the world, and the world's all fuckity. Will Bali be able to reclaim his valley from the fucking Greel Garrison? Who is this? ominous third threat that is lurking on the outside of town. You gotta go check it out. Uh, Go check out the uh, uh, BBB. Yeah, go check out BBB on uh, SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Bullet Teeth. Uh, Go listen to the Bullet Mountain EP. Go listen to Spacey Spacey Summer Nights. A new 10-track instrumental EP. Pop rap, you know what I mean? It's those nice, sunny, uh, you know, they get kind of nocturnal towards the end. And real dramatic, like, ah, oh, I love making that music for you, go check it out, I got another one coming out in the next two weeks, and, uh, yeah, go check out all of our friends, if you know who our friends are in the yeah. other podcasts to go check out, we, we got, want to plug them, yeah, you know what I mean, it's been that Shady Sands Adventures, ooh, ooh you know listener. it, night night, you're very handsome or beautiful, ooh. we love you, you're smart, you're a good listener, love, love, get ready for those October episodes spooky episodes coming to you next